With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello there. Is anybody out here? Well, this is... Thank you for calling in to Blog Talk Radio. I'm going to be your host today. This is Tamara Gonser. And we're just going to wait just a couple moments for Beth Schwebe is going to join me. Our topic today is, can you overcome an ailment? And what, or what if you can overcome an ailment in today's society with horses? So we're just going to wait just one moment here. Maybe Beth will come on. Um, while we're waiting for her, actually we're going to go over just a, a couple tools and explain them in detail. Uh, I'm going to give you a little rundown or a little story of a my horse and talk about DJCCs and Pez Juniors. DJCC stands for Decisions, Judgments, Conclusions, and Computations. And Pez Juniors stands for Projections, Expectations, Separations, Judgments, and Rejections. Actually, I see Beth. Are you on? Are you there? I hear somebody. Okay. All right. Anyway, we're just going to get started. She'll pop on here in a second. So again, my name is Tamara Gonser. I am one of the many conscious horse, conscious rider facilitators around the world. I um, am myself, Beth Schwebe. We uh, work, we are the creators actually of Arizona Horse Magic. And we are currently doing a tour, a conscious horse, conscious rider U.S. tour. Um, before we get started, I just want to let you guys know that everybody, you can contact everybody. You can get all of our contact information from our website at www.arizonahorsemagic.com, and that's magic with a K, M-A-G-I-C-K.com. You can get to it the other way as well. Um, you can send us emails, uh, reach us by phone. And so if we have any questions on the call today, uh, if you would be so kind, just state your name so that we know who's talking. So what I wanted to start with was a little story about um, my horse, which fits in perfectly with this topic of is it possible to overcome an ailment? Well, my horse, Malik, his name is Malik, was diagnosed about three years ago with laminitis founder. So if you're not familiar with what laminitis founder is, most people that have horses or know of horses are familiar with it. It is a foot 
um, hoof issue, and um, it's, it normally affects the, the, the limbs, so there's swelling. Uh, laminitis is swelling of the leg, uh, the lamini, <clears throat> and founder actually happens when the coffin bone rotates or sinks. And when we called out the vet, he had such a case that his coffin bone was actually sinking through his hoof. And in today's society, laminitis uh, founder, depending on how bad it is, is kind of considered like they're not going to recover. So it's kind of considered a death sentence. And the prognosis for him wasn't very good. So um, after talking with the vet and hearing what they said should be done or what needed to be done, um, we kind of sat on it for a little bit and uh, decided what we were going to do. And with the background that we have, I say we, my horse and Malik, because he's very familiar with the energy work as well. <laughs> um, we had decided that we were not going to go the route of the vet. Uh, we use the tools. One of the tools we're going to talk about today is light and heavy. So in the process of talking about uh, laminitis founder, um, it was very, very heavy as to what, the, what they wanted to do to rectify the situation. It, Beth, I see you came on. Let's see here. Huh. Okay. So we'll just continue. Um, so, hold on one second. No, I can't hear anybody. Let me see what I can do here. Can I hear anybody now? How's that? Hello. Hi. Hi. Is this Sarah? Is this Sherry? It's Sherry here. Oh, hi, Sherry. I don't know what happened here. Like, I'm not sure why I can't. Can any? Can I? I can't hear That's anybody okay. else. You must have just unmuted us. Then maybe you have a mute control button. <laughs> oh. Can you okay. can you hear well. me? This is Beth. Can you hear me? Yay! Yes. yes. Hi. Yes. Yay. All right, finally. Yay. Good job, Tamara. <laughs> oh, Yay, Tamara. Oh, Hi, so I don't know if hey, you guys Beth. heard, like, it... <laughs> did you guys hear the beginning? Yes. Oh, I have oh. been listening away. It's a wonderful story. So can we continue? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I didn't even know anybody was here. Okay. Yay. So oh, I yes, was we were talking. here. We were listening. <laughs> so um, I was just talking about the vet coming yes the vet coming and the diagnosis and we decided not to follow what they were doing so we decided to do something on our own and based on our background with light and heavy and the tools that's what we started doing we started asking questions and using light and heavy um, 
there's a couple things that I actually wanted to talk about. The light and heavy, um, we wound up using a, a lot of things, whether it be products, energy work, or anything as far as um, what Malik's body required to overcome because the horses, as we know or don't know, they know what they require. So everything I did use for him, whether it had been oils or supplements or energy work or anything, asked Malik's body if it was something that he required at the time, um, if it were a supplement or something, also used the light and heavy tool, like um, how much or the dosage or today or tomorrow, uh, stuff like that. Um, and then another thing I really wanted to talk about is the, like we had spoke about in the beginning, the decisions, judgments, conclusions, computations, that they're called DJCCs and the PEZ juniors. Um, we actually used that a lot and did a lot of clearings after we had seen the vet and or anybody who came to do um, like uh, chiropractic work or adjustments because his body would compensate in a lot of places because of being so sore on his front feet. So for anybody who does not know what, how to use that tool, um, for example, the decisions, judgments, conclusions, and computations, you would just ask. So um, everywhere or all of the decisions, judgments, computations, and conclusions here or that were put upon, um, I would say I would actually use myself and Malik, Malik's body and myself, and I destroy and uncreate all those. And with vets, oftentimes there's a lot of those. <laughs> or with with anybody when you're talking about a certain ailment, especially in today's world. So destroying the, the DJCCs is um, important without making it significant, but, but it, it, it creates a lot of change, if you will. So you guys jump in if you have anything to say about these tools. Beth, do you have anything to say? <laughs> Cherie? Yeah. Yeah, I was curious. <laughs> I don't know how many are on the phone that have never used light or heavy. Can you kind of explain, like, you know, what it's like if you get a light? What does that feel like? What, is that, what does that mean? And what does heavy mean? If somebody's on the phone, you know, on the talk, you know, can you kind of go in detail with that? Yeah, actually, that's amazing. And so for me, for all of us, obviously, for me and for you, it's probably going to be different. So light and heavy is different for any for everybody. Um, it could be just a, a sensation or a feeling that you get in your body. For me, um, for example, when I was talking to the vet about the diagnosis, it was it was especially when he was telling me what he request required to do for um to help him overcome it, it was super heavy it just wasn't comfortable at all it just didn't seem right so um i for myself use light and heavy like have you ever looked at a picture and you just knew you had to have it that is a super light feeling for me um heavy just isn't a very good feeling beth i'm i'm sure can you explain it a little bit differently for you? Um, yeah, for me, when I get a when I ask a question, um, again, just to reiterate what Tamara says, you know, it's all different for each one of us. And the more I played with it, I could get really, you know, sometimes it was a sensation in my body. Sometimes it was just like a relax. Sometimes it was more space, like something just seemed to open yeah. up. And then a lot of times, you know, if I would ask the question, you know, um, and I'd get a heavy, 
something in my energy around me or in my body or just the whole thing would feel like it would contract or it would compress or, you know, so sometimes the energy would be outside my body, sometimes inside my body. So, again, just to reiterate that, there's no right or wrong way to feel light or heavy. It's just that what's light for you is true for you, and that may be different for another person. They may get something different, but whatever's light for you, you know, is something that's true for you, whatever's heavy for you, you know, somewhere there's lines attached to it or something that you have a knowingness that just doesn't work for you. And so that's kind of the way I play with it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yay. And Cherie, how about you? How does it show up for you? Oh, yeah. Oh, I think a great analogy I heard about the difference between light and heavy was uh, light was like uh, champagne bubbles. Like exciting oh, nice. and, Ooh, um, I love and it. fun, yeah. and heavy was like um, black stout. <laughs> like <laughs> ah, that's yeah. really cool. <laughs> so, okay, now and that was just you know a really she's from cool Australia, way to... right? She's she's from Australia, yeah. so we have to know she's going to go with champagne <laughs> and beer, right? No. <laughs> yeah, that's but it was awesome. that black stout. <laughs> Because it's just that, yeah. So, and I just thought that was a great analogy of it because it is when you are, when you do ask a question about something or you're considering about what it is you're gonna, what action you're gonna take on something. It's like when it's light and roughly it's easy, and when it's right. heavy, it's like, uh, like for instance, nothing to do with a horse. But I was doing an expo and I'd asked, um, you know, what would it take to find a nice shirt to wear for this expo. And um, so, and that was in the morning. And a couple of hours later, I found myself in a in a boutique. I didn't know why I had to go into the boutique, but I did. But and was chatting with the lovely lady in there. And two minutes later, I had this shirt in my hand, and it was like, <laughs> I have to try this on. And I was like, but I don't have a hundred dollars. And I'm like, but you have to try this on. So I tried it on, and it was just like, oh, champagne bubbles, and you know, you know, like that little school kids that just bought the most amazing little outfit. And it was, and that is the light. And I went, well, um, I'm buying this dress. And you know what? It created so much for me. That's awesome. And and the expo that I did. So that's probably at my, how I would sort of say that's the light. That's what's true for you. When you know that that's true, that's when you don't go against that. Right. And you guys both mentioned what's <laughs> true for you. That is a great point too, because what is light and heavy for someone is not going to necessarily be light and heavy for the other. So thank you so much for bringing that up. That's and awesome. One, and, thing, oh. one more thing that I yeah, love about light and heavy is that it gets it out of the brain. It's not logical, right. you know? It's not and cognitive, it's yeah. Like, yeah, it's just that inner knowingness that, you know, you start learning to live life from light and heavy and play with it in anything that you do with animals, with the earth, with, mm. you know, your, with other people, your children, you know, whatever you're playing with, even cooking, whatever. And it's kind of like you kind of get really in touch with yourself and you just start laughing all the time because it's like mm. when, you, when you do something that's heavy and you knew it was heavy and it's like you goose everything up and then you just got to laugh all the time. It's just like, Oh, yeah, duh, that was really a great choice, you know. So it, it really gets us into our knowingness about, you know, what we're going to choose. And it keeps that option of choice open at all times without having mm. to make it a brain game, you know. Yeah. 
That's awesome. I get, I and say, you know what? Get, it's sorry, Tamara. No, no, go ahead. I said sorry, Tamara. I was just going to add that it's a bit like um, it's like one of the first real tools we kind of learn, and it's one of those ones yeah. where we've always had it, but once you have some sort of way of recognizing, and it gives you your the power back to, to actually start listening and following the energy, but also following what it is that you actually know. That for some reason mm-hmm. we stop doing that. So yeah. yeah. So it's a really cool tool for that to go, you know, no, this is, it might not be what looks like we should be doing. Like I didn't have $100 to spend, but it was like, this is absolutely something I need to do right now. And it created so much more. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, it did. And and what's so cool about the light and heavy tool, I actually just remembered I wanted to mention this. Um, I had thought when I came to Conscious Horse, Conscious Rider, or to Access, um, well, specifically the horse classes, because I love the animal classes, um, I would have to have, like, it would be beneficial to have experience, right, in the in uh, the topic. And come to find out, it's exactly the opposite, because when you follow the energy and use light and heavy, it doesn't matter if you have experience or no experience, because like Beth, you said, and sure you said, it's... Um, um, not cognitive. Yep. <laughs> You're following the energy. So what's light, and if you yeah. follow what's light, it it's like magic. It turns out better than than mm. we could ever imagine. So I wanted to bring that up. And the horses, you know, the horses or the dogs or the animals or anything like that, they're not going to sit down and give us a dissertation about what they think or no. feel. You know, it's going to be like, you know, yes, no, yes, no, light, heavy, light, heavy, light, heavy. And so as we get sensitive in our awareness, you know, to what's, what's true for us, it really tunes us into what's true because we can feel the light and heavy in the animals as we play with them also. Because, you know, you have that awareness created in anything around you in the world because you're part of all that. You know, so there's this nice communion and connection that it just – the horses want you to hear them. They want you to know them, and it's not cognitive either. It's not, like, analytical. So that tool is like, mm. man, if you know nothing else and you know that tool, it changes your world. Yeah. Yep. Yes. And yes. three, since we just didn't get to – do you want to introduce yourself? Because you are one of the, the Conscious Horse Conscious Rider facilitators in Australia. <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> Thank you. So well, yeah, do you I have am... Yeah, go ahead. Well I well I do however I just Sharif Fennell is my name and I actually yay. live in um Yay, just out of Melbourne, Victoria. So I'm kind of in the smallest but the prettiest part of Australia. Well, one of the prettiest parts. We're beautiful everywhere. <laughs> but, um, and I know we have a couple of other um, great little places that um, that we are looking to perhaps create some classes uh, locally here and interstate. So we're really um, getting a little bit excited about creating some intro classes and just getting a little bit more information out to those here in Australia 
Yeah, might awesome. like to come along and start learning all about these tools. And where else Yay. would you like to go with it? No kidding. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you. And Beth, since... I, think, I hope that's what you wanted. <laughs> yes, it is. And so, Beth, do you want to introduce yourself? <laughs> since well, we're doing sure. this a little backwards. <laughs> Hey, you know, it's light. Okay, we'll go with light. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, Good thanks day. so much. Uh, it's a, first of all, thanks, Tamara. I absolutely am in, so grateful to you for so many things of being on this call and also just being part of Conscious Source, Conscious Writer. And Tamara Gosler and myself, Beth Levy, are here in Arizona, and we created Conscious Source, well, we created the Conscious Source, Conscious Writer program here under what we formed as Arizona Horse Magic. So we're partners in Arizona Horse Magic, and we're teaching the Conscious Horse, Conscious Rider on the USA tour, and hopefully in Australia and more places around the world. And mm-hmm. we just, it's, it's like our joy. And so um, I come from a long background of energy and therapy work, and now getting to use it with animals and using the access tools is just, expanded exponentially what I can do with people and what the animals get to play in and so my whole world has just been rocked and expanded by just these simple basic access consciousness tools and playing you know more I always love the earth and the trees that was my deal and my horse and you know and so it's just amazing so that's kind of you know I'm just from down home down from down home from the south <laughs> you know, so. yay <laughs> Thanks, Tamara. Yeah, no, thank you guys hey, both for girls. being here and talking. Go ahead. I just got to, yeah, sorry, that's awesome. I also just wanted to add Yeah. That when I was sitting here just listening to Beth right then and where she is and what she does and her passion with the horses and the earth and that, I mean, I found myself, like here in Victoria where I am, I, I am actually in the middle of, like it's the heart of the thoroughbred country. Here in Australia, and I'm like, isn't that just so exciting? I'm, here I am, smack bang in the middle of all these resources. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, it's quite exciting. And you know, what would it take to be able to get some of these tools into uh, stables and racing venues around the world that might contribute? To yeah, them? no that kidding. Feels and, really and light. <laughs> yeah, and I just, about I don't know. I just had to go. Wow, that's right, thoroughbreds. <laughs> Yep. Good deal. That's awesome. And any way we and can help you, we'd love to, you know, jump on the bandwagon because you are amazing, Sheree. You're amazing. And it's just so fun to play in the world of all this stuff because one idea just keeps generating into another, and the horses are asking, you know. The horses, are their voice are asking, and, and every time we can get rid of one of those, you know, expectations or separations or rejections <clears throat> or judgments of any kind, you know, that works for all the people yeah. as well as the horses. And that's just an amazing tool. I ho- heard Tamara starting to introduce that. And so that would be an awesome thing to get with these racehorses and really play with light and heavy and the cool. projection, separation, rejection, separation, judgment. Yeah, cool. and so, so I was Beth, actually I'm just say- wondering... <laughs> go on. Well, go ahead. The one you were wondering. Well, no, I was just getting 
maybe Beth might have, I know that I think before we've done clearing on here, maybe Beth might like to give us a clearing or something can, or Tamara, a clearing on what we can clear around that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Beth, if, if you would like to do a clearing and then um, just wanted to get back to the topic real quick. So did you want to clear like all the decisions, yep. the DJCCs or PEZ juniors around? Okay, cool. Beth, you want to do that? Uh, sure. I think you just did it. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so anywhere that there has been on any horse, any person, any anything on this planet that has been from a projection, an expectation, a rejection, a separation, and a judgment that has created any type of pain and suffering physically in their body or in their field of energy that is, you know, constricting and, re- and rejecting anything that they could be or do, can we just destroy and uncreate all of that, that it came from a judgment system from so much long time ago? And so anything and everything that that brings up, we use a clearing statement. It's the access consciousness clearing statement, and it goes good and bad, right and wrong, puck and pod, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. And you can find that information on theclearingstatement.com and it'll explain it in great detail. But you just find something you want to clear and you pull up, you ask the energy of that to come up and then you just start saying whatever it would, whatever that brings up, I destroy and then create it. Times the God saying, good, bad, right, wrong, pot, pot, on, on, shorts, boys, and beyond. So awesome. they can play with that too. Thank that's you. All right. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for the introduction of the clearing statement. And just just to just real quick, um, so what if you can overcome an ailment? I just want to finish real quick this little story so we can just continue talking. So my horse had laminated yeah. founder, and just to make it super short, we have fully overcome that. So Yay. with I attribute. Yeah, totally. And I attribute it to the light and heavy, the tools of access consciousness and asking the body what else is possible. It created such a space that we didn't come to a conclusion of there's nothing to do, it's a death sentence. And um, yeah, it was totally awesome. He actually recovered faster than they say normally it could happen. So anyway, my point is that, yes, you can absolutely overcome an ailment if we get out of our own way and are actually willing to receive and um, contribute and open up enough to ask questions and follow the energy. So I'm completely smitten with these tools. <laughs> and, yes, and can, I, very and can I add one thing about that healing? Yes. Tamara has, Tamara has developed such a communion by talking to her horse. And listening to her horse and that communion is, is the energy between the two is just amazing to watch and to see and to how that horse is really in communion with other horses and that expands out and how Cameron expands out with other horses. So it goes both directions at all times and it's just a beautiful thing when we really work with these tools, the connection and communion that get developed so that who knows? Isn't that part of healing also, you know? So it was yes, absolutely. And yeah. you as well with Carmel. And I think that's, I mean, everybody, everybody can. I, that's, it's, 
that is one of the biggest reasons that I was so drawn to Conscious Horse, Conscious Rider. It's it's inevitable when you use these tools that you start communicating in a completely different way with these guys. Sheree, I know you've got mm-hmm. huge experience with that as well with your horses. So yeah, uh, I just you um, have, I just had something come up while you were talking about that. I think you were talking about um, the horses listening to you, like you were talking about having such a communion. And I remember as a you know, as a young rider learning and showing because and, I competed for many years and did pony club and, and everything. And I used to always be chatting away to the horses. And I remember being told, you know, stop talking so much. They can't, they don't understand you. And I was just <laughs> like, and all of a sudden it was like, how many people out there actually gave up communicating with their horse because someone told them that? Yeah, and everything doesn't allow them to now go back to, you know, everything doesn't allow them to hear exactly what they always knew. Right. They hear and communicate with their horse. Can we destroy and uncreate that? Yes, yes, please. (laughs) Right, wrong, good and bad. Right, wrong. Pot on that short voice and beyond. Yay. It just popped up and I'm like, oh my gosh, I think I need And sometimes I find that really... Sometimes what I find that's really light is I don't have to say words like people understand on this planet. I can talk in whatever language mm. shows up. My horse knows whatever language I'm speaking, and I hear and see and feel all the languages that they speak. So it's like, you know, it's just it's like this really fine-tuning of yourself and the animal. It's like an instrument, you know. It's like this fun thing yeah. to like play orchestrating and, and in, in, you know, in a symphony, like how it all connects and it just becomes harmonic, you know. It's really fun and beautiful and it's so simple because it's like all the rules that kind of drop away because they help us learn. You don't need all that, you know. And right. then we get to kind of relax with that. For sure. Yeah. Awesome. So cool. So, with the, um, going back more on the topic of the radio, did anyone else have any stories about, I had one with a little pony, but um, for his ailments. <laughs> yeah. I used the hey. tools. Yeah, shoot. Let's hear it. <laughs> well, I had a little, um, a little 12-hand pony who sometimes would get a dose of the colic. I think most people who've had horses or been around horses mm-hmm. and babies and that get colic too and it's just a really uncomfortable tummy pain but of course in horses it can be something more at times or more devastating but I remember yeah. I that I had these tools in my tool belt and I remember going out to the horses one day and he was it was like I knew he was lying down early in the morning and I went that's unusual you know you just know straight away right. that something's not right and I was like damn it <laughs> I've got five mm-hmm. minutes there, you know? So, and I was like, all right. So I, I got him up and um, I could see that he was just a bit stiff and sore. And I'm like, oh, gosh, it's the colic thing, you know. So what can I do? And I I kind of went into a little bit of angst and anger and panic a bit. So I have to ring the vet. And I went, no, no, no. What else is possible here? And I asked a few questions. And um, I finally just got to put my hands on his body and use some of the tools that I'd learnt throughout the Conscious Horse Conscious Rider class. They are some right. magnificent body processes. 
and it wasn't that I cognitively even knew if it was doing something, but it was like I'm just going to run all of this, and I was mm-hmm. I just asked what was required, and yes, I destroyed and uncreated all those projections and expectations, and so for mm-hmm. 20 minutes, it was only 20 minutes that I was with him. I was actually walking him because it wasn't he wanted to walk as well, so we walked mm-hmm. and I just kept my hands on him and. Um, he, he, I put him back in the stable because with collect we like to see, notice whether they pass something so we haven't got an impaction or anything. So I put him back right. in the stable because I had to go. I had to get back and get kids and I thought I'll come back in a couple of hours and I'll check because getting the vet at that time wasn't an option. And I thought, so I put him back in the yard and I came back um, about two or three hours later. There was, he was, um, he was upright. There was manure in the yard, <laughs> and um, he still looked a little flat, but he was much happier. So I left him there for a bit longer. I ran a few more processes. I asked what he required, and um, he was uh, he was bright and bubbly the next day, and all was well. And I actually had to do that twice over the course of probably a couple of months. He had two doses, and I went, let's do that again. So I was so grateful for that, and that's you know it really was. But I just it was going with you knowing that that I knew it was going to assist. Yeah, that's awesome. That's some of the yeah. stuff that I did. That amazing and, energy, man. <laughs> and you know, Shari, Shari, you know, awesome, awesome, awesome. And one of the things that you said over and over again was I kept asking questions. And that's one of the biggest tools in access consciousness and in conscious horse, conscious rider is we don't assume what the horse needs or want. We ask the question. And it's like little children. I mean, this is a natural thing for us to ask a question. And everywhere that we've shut off asking questions, can we destroy and then create all that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Time to get to right, wrong, cut, cut, and answer it's boys. We ask. And, you know, when you ask a question, some type of energy comes up. And, you know, it's like even if your question is like, well, I don't know if these processes work or I don't know what to ask. It's like, okay, (laughs) if I did know what to ask, what would I ask, you know, or what else is possible here? Or, you know, hey, universe, you want to give me some help? What what can I do here, you know? So it doesn't have to be like a known question. It can just be something that, shows up for you or you make up or whatever, just ask a question. That's a huge tool with the animal. And that keeps right, out of yeah. that projection. Right. So, Beth, in using that light and heavy with asking a question, it would be like if you ask a question and it's light, then that would be, yeah, that's true for whatever you're asking, whether it be a body or a person or both. <laughs> and then yeah. um, if you get a heavy when you ask that question. So, um that's how they come together when you ask questions and you use a light and heavy tool and uh and um, then you can use a clearing statement on whatever shows up you know that right it's like yeah so those three tools they just kind of, you know one tool builds on the other builds on the other and you don't have to know about one or two tools it's just even one will do so it's not like you have to be an expert to play in conscious or conscious writer or talk to animals or any of that kind of stuff it's just actually the more you play, the more fun you have, the actual more magic shows up and things change. It's really cool. <laughs> it's really In a space cool. It's, um, oh, no, go ahead, Sheree. I'll let you go. I must have a delay. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I was just going to say it's cool how many things change when you're able to ask the question, use light and heavy, and then clear it. It's amazing to see what shows up. So, It's a great tool to have, like for anyone who's doing anything with horses, anything from beginners right through to advanced and whatever, to be able to have a different a different possibility available to them to have right. um, a, an even greater connection with the, with their animal, with the horse, um, mm-hmm. to, and to to really enjoy it even more than they might be yeah. now. Yeah, totally. and, cool. and I was also going to add um, the short version of the clearing statement. If people are, you know, they do happen to go, well, what was that? Is pock and pod. So I know mm-hmm. when I first started, I couldn't remember all the clearing statement. It didn't take long, and eventually you just remember it. Though. And But I remember I just used to be like, well, we'll just pock and pod that then. <laughs> right, yeah, good and, point. <laughs> and pock and pod is short from the point of creation, like where that showed up. You know, we don't know when it started. Yeah. We don't even, you know, we may not even cognitively remember. And the pod is about the point of destruction. Okay, done with that now. You know, it's like it clears it like a vacuum cleaner or a magic wand or something, you know. And so yeah. now you're in that new space of, of possibility that you can create something beyond that. So pop and pod, like Cherie said, is just an amazing way to use it as a clearing statement. If you can't remember strawberry shortcake pumpkin pie, I mean, you can say that. <laughs> you know, that's what my grandson says. It's just like, okay, let's clear it. Okay, strawberry shortcake, pumpkin and pot, you know. So, <laughs> oh, but thank you for that. Cool. <laughs> thank you. you girls. I love the analogies. It's easy to remember things with the analogies. It's <laughs> <laughs> fun. Super fun. So the people that, so are, dialed, the people that are dialed in, um, do they have more questions or anything? Yeah, if anybody has any questions, just shout it out. If you have any, just interrupt us. And so until then, do we have any more stories that we'd like to maybe talk about or any other tools we'd like to talk about? Or let's see. Hmm. You know, I would like to. I would like to just mention Gary Douglas's name. Um, maybe yeah. some of the people that have called in don't know where this started from. Contrasource Contrasider started with a man named Gary Douglas, and he also founded is the founder of Access Consciousness. And you know, it kind of started when he was a little kid. You know, he would sit up on those big horses his dad had. He knew there was something different. You know, and he would he would just kind of talk to the animals, you know. He would find out like, you know, what's really what's really going on here, and just he just had so much joy when he was around them and on them, and um, you know, he really realized that those horses are there to take care of him, and you know, and so he you know would talk to them. It was, became best friends type thing, and so he would move forward from there and just develop this communication with them. And realizing that all the different types of training, it 
didn't matter what type of training a person would go through, if you would use these tools and talk to the the horses, that all of their training, the riders, everything were getting changes. And so he developed this class called Conscious Horse, Conscious Rider to teach this way of connecting with the horses, communing with the horses, and with yourself. And it developed a long, long time ago. So it's not something that's brand new, but it is something that it seems like really now is the time that the horses and everybody are asking for something different. And so it just kind of can enhance no matter whether you're an expert rider or a beginner rider or don't ride at all or whether you're coming back from some trauma or drama or if the horses are in need of something, you know, they require something. So any direction a conscious horse, conscious rider can help you find your voice. It can help you find yourself again. You know, it can undo a lot of things that maybe you've stored in your body or in your life. So it's an amazing process. So thank you, Gary Douglas. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for saying, and thanks for saying, Beth, that it's much more than horses, too. (laughs) It's about life and everything. It's amazing how it bleeds into every aspect of your life. So, so yeah. Pretty magical, pretty magical. It is. And so anybody on the call or listening later that would like to look into attending a Conscious Horse, Conscious Writer class, you can go to accessconsciousness.com and you can search Conscious Horse, Conscious Writer. You can also go to Beth and our website at www.arizonahorsemagic.com and we have got tons of classes coming up all around. And Cherie, how about you? Is there like a website or a way to get in touch with you? (laughs) There's no website as yet. That is in the progression of being created. (laughs) But I suppose my contacts are all through the Access Consciousness website. Um, There we go. And... Yeah, so obviously you'll find me through the Access Consciousness website if you just search for a facilitator. Because I'm a bar facilitator and, uh, as well. So you'll find me there. But of course, also if there's anyone out there that, um, that would like to even host a class, by all means get in touch yeah. with anyone that's in your area and see whether um, there's, you know, what else could be possible with that. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And if you're looking. If you're looking for Cherie, it's S-H-A-R-E-E, Fennel, F like Frank, E-N-N. It's Nancy, Nancy, E-L-L. So you go to accessconsciousness.com and you can look up her name as well. Did I spell that right? (laughs) You did. (laughs) And and also, um, also Armina. Richmond is up in Alaska and Canada and Connor. Is in all over the place. He's going and teaching, and mm. Hannah is teaching, and Viv, and I mean, there's there's some different people who are starting to show up and and you know talk about the conscious writer and get out there and teach some classes. So you know, if you have a desire to bring it to your area, like Cherie said, just let us know you'd like to host, and that's just an amazing thing. It's a gift to you. It's a gift to the horses. It's a gift to the program. And we would love to explore those possibilities. But I want to just really say, you know, thanks to all the facilitators that are doing that. Because, you know, 
nobody has all the answers for anything. And it's right. amazing how how everybody in Conscious Source, Conscious Writer is such a team. And, you know, yeah. we just all have fun showing up as however we show up. And it's just, you know, that's the fun of working with the animals. It's like they don't judge you, you know. And, you know, when when we don't judge anything or anyone else, it shows up like team and it's just beautiful, wonderful expansion. So it makes it fun. <laughs> it is. Thank you so much, ladies. Thank you, Tamara. And thank you, Tamara. Absolutely. And if there's nothing Sorry. else, we'll sign off for today. And we have these blog talk radios. It's every other week, isn't it? Do you guys know? Yeah, I think at this stage it is. I'm not sure of the exact date when the next one is, but like I said, we share the link through all our Facebook pages and yeah, um, yeah. some may even be just, ealing them out to their contacts. But, yeah, what would it take? Yeah, just find this find on Facebook. Everyone that requires it. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. <clears throat> all right. Well, well, we will catch you next time on Blog Talk Radio. Thank you, Beth. Thank you, Cherie. And thank you guys. You're awesome, Tamara and Cherie. Thanks so much for being hosting and letting me jump on. And what fun. And how much more fun can we create with Conscious Earth, Conscious Rider? No kidding. Yeah, and we look forward to meeting so many more people out there and sharing it with them too. Sounds good. All right. (laughs) Bye from Australia. (laughs) Bye from Arizona. See ya. Bye. Bye from Arizona First Magic. (laughs) Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.